Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. You're supposed to feel scared. It's not supposed to feel welcoming when you walk into something that's new. Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, We'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive, so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome, and thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Cast. Today is different. Um, today I just want to share a story with you and it's funny because I have episode notes and the episode that I was going to record today and I just couldn't, I might still record that episode, but first I need to share this story. I need to speak to you about the possibility of spending the rest of your life wondering what if. And not to be morbid, but the possibility of you ending your time here on this earth, never knowing what would happen if you pursued something that your heart wanted you to. I could never imagine not doing what my heart called me to do. That is truly, that's truly why I do the work that I do. Um, It may sound weird or maybe kind of woo-woo to some people, but I have a belief a very strong belief that we all are called to make an impact somehow. I don't believe anybody is put here just to float. But what stops us from making that impact is ourselves. Because we're so quick to talk ourselves out of what we really want to do because it seems impossible. We don't have time. We have too much on our plates. And so today, I need to share this story with you. There will probably be parts of this that I get emotional with. <laughs> you will probably notice my my voice breaking. And I'll probably have to pause more than usual just to make sure that I'm gathering my words in the emotional state that I'm in. 
So just to give you a little background before I get into this story, I'm married to a man named Eric, and he is my very best friend. And as of next week, October 20th, 2020, we will have been married for eight years. We've been together for getting close to 10 years. And again, he is my very best friend. After I had Brooklyn, there was some sort of switch in me that was like the last little bit of a push that I needed. (laughs) It was like by pushing that baby out, it pushed me into this new realm of awareness. And all of a sudden I became awakened to the possibility of anything being possible. The doubts that I had about growth in my own business, preventing me from being the mom that I wanted, the doubts that I had about not being, not having enough time to pursue the things that I wanted, everything disappeared. And the only thing that I could focus on was how empowered I felt. And it's a feeling that if you've gone through something where you feel so empowered, you want to share it with everyone. And it was that last little bit that led me and continues to drive me to what's happened in my business since then, which has been consistent growth, stepping into my true purpose. And so I had this shift and this was a big mindset shift along with with many other things to where I finally knew that what I wanted to achieve was going to be achieved. I was not caught up in the how I was going to achieve it. I just knew that I was. And I just knew that I had the power to do whatever it took to make it happen. And so there was a night that Eric and I sat together in this restaurant and we started talking about regrets and that what if. The timing was interesting because it was, I believe, near the end of WrestleMania 2019. Eric was a professional wrestler for, I believe, seven or eight years. I could be wrong on that. But his wrestling career ended in 2010, and it wasn't by choice. I don't feel like it's my place to go into all the details surrounding that. But it's important for you to know, again, that it wasn't his choice, that he wasn't done. But he felt as if he wasn't given a choice on whether or not he was done. And so in this conversation, we started to explore 
his regrets and the possibility of never knowing and that what if question. He opened up to me and told me that he still struggled with acceptance around the way that that story ended and that he didn't feel like he got to write the ending of his story. And I believe that our story is ours to tell and that we can create whatever we believe we can create. And so when he expressed to me that he had these regrets, I said, well, why don't you go back? Why can't you try again? Why can't you finish your story in in the way that you want to? And so just like most of the women that I talk to and where all of my clients are, this is where the first wall develops. The first wall is the reasons why you can't. And it was easy. These reasons and these excuses so, so many times are valid. They're not made up. We had two small children. I have a business. Where would the time come from? How would it be possible? And that was really the moment in which I just said, I will figure it out. We will figure it out. But if you never put yourself in the situation to try, if you never believe that you can just put yourself there one more time just to see, then what happens? You go to sleep every night wondering if you're missing something, knowing that you're missing something, knowing that there's just this loose end hanging somewhere that you can still feel, that you know it's still there. And so we explored in this conversation and I just said, we will figure it out. We will figure it out. And in that moment where the opportunity to say, I can't, I don't know how it would work. We can't afford that. Whatever it may be, whatever the, the flags that, that are so quick to rise in these situations, they were all there. And this is one of the few situations in which I really encourage people to act impulsively. You act on your intuition. The simple fact here was that he knew that something wasn't right. He knew something was missing. His heart was hurting because it wasn't the, it wasn't the way that he wanted it to end. And he had a true 
and has a true love for wrestling. And so he acted impulsively. And he posted on Twitter, I'm taking bookings. And that's where it started. And he had been retired for almost 10 years. But he believed in himself enough to follow his intuition of just writing the end of that story. He had no desire to go to the WWE or be on TV or to be rich and famous. He just wanted a chance to write something himself. To write the end of his own story. And then people started booking him. His involvement in wrestling was enough that people were excited about his comeback. People knew what a good wrestler that he was. And he found a wrestling school nearby where he could train. And I promised to just do my best and take care of the kids when he had to travel. And that's what we did. And last night, October 11th, he wrestled his last match and the ending of his story. The ending of this chapter in his story. And I get emotional about this because if you've ever walked next to someone or near somebody who is sacrificing and giving everything that they have to give out of love and devotion to something, you know what that looks like. Most of his travels. He has early flights, and just like today, as he arrives home, he didn't even sleep last night, and he's come home and gets thrown directly into our family, being dad, taking care of cookies and cream, his business. Nothing gets paused, and while he's recognized many times that his plate is overflowing. He knew that he committed to this for himself. And he also knew that he would know when it was time. And I share this story with you because we've all been in places to where we felt like we can't. We've all felt the very real effects of those red flags arising as soon as we get that glimmer of, oh, I really would love to do this. It would mean so much to me to explore this. All of us have felt that. But my heart breaks for the amount of people that never follow that. 
that never explore, that never stop worrying so much about the how that it prevents them from walking forward, from seeing something to the end. Nothing ever turns out exactly as we hope. Nothing ever can be written perfectly. But it's written as it should be. And so when you think about the story that you want to leave, when you think about the legacy that you want to leave behind, could you imagine looking back and thinking about those things that you could have overcome, each of those very real obstacles that you could have overcome in order to walk forward, in order to say, I did it, in order to build your confidence and know that you wrote the end of that chapter that you were in charge of that story. I am so thankful that even in the hard times, the mental struggles, the breakdowns, everything that Eric's walked through in this chapter, I'm so thankful that I got to witness it because I've been truly inspired because at the core of everything was that knowing that he deserved to live his dream. So when you think you can't, you can. And when you catch yourself putting up the walls, and putting up the red flags that are preventing you from taking the step towards whatever it is that you need and that you want, you have to remind yourself that you're capable of figuring it out. At the end of this, my family is okay. My children are okay. We are happy. We are healthy. But that peace, if he wouldn't have given himself this opportunity, that peace would have festered and rotted. And what would that have turned into for him? What sort of bitterness would have been layered? I'm so thankful that I got to witness this journey of his. And I just needed to share this story with you guys. Because I know that being that I live in this house (laughs) with this man, who is my best friend and my biggest hero, that if he can write the ending of this story, build his cookies and cream business, excel in jujitsu, all while being committed to himself his health, physically and mentally, and a husband and a father. You can do anything. We can do anything. So when you have those walls and you have the red flags, it's okay. They're supposed to be there. You're supposed to feel scared. It's not supposed to feel welcoming when you walk into something that's new. 
But no matter what you walk into, you walk through it and you walk out of it. And then you say, I made it through that. I did that. And that's how confidence is built. That's how resilience is built. You can only know if you're capable if you show up to try. And so this is my encouragement to you to show up, to keep showing up, to listen to your heart and to write every chapter in your story as best as you can. (sighs) Thank you guys for listening to me today. If this was helpful for you, I would love for you to tag me or Eric. Eric is family food dude on Instagram. And just let us know that you hear this story and that you felt like this before too. And I hope that his story can inspire you like it has for me. I'm wishing you guys the very best day and we'll see you on the next episode. And always remember... I see you, I hear you, and I'm with you. So one of the most common questions I get is about self-care and specifically within that about creating routine. And so I want to give you guys one of my favorite products that I use and my morning and night routine. Whenever you're creating a morning or a night routine, it can sometimes feel like work. And so my best tip for creating some sort of routine is always going to be starting with something small. And that's how I started using Tula skincare and it fell so easily into a routine. Because honestly, You can simply start with washing your face and using a moisturizer. It doesn't have to be some big, fancy, long process. But what I did notice is, number one, my skin got better. Number two, I started to feel better. Just having that added to my routine, it's just a really small piece of self-care. And honestly, morning and night, I spend less than five minutes doing it. So... If you've ever looked at Tula, I love Tula for a lot of reasons, and honestly, I use all of their products. But if you want to try Tula, hop on there and start your hashtag self-care routine without it taking any significant amount of time in your day. But it really does make a difference. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. 
This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.